the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. January 10th, 2023. And I'm like, why is this such a special day? And then I realized San Bellino gave me the printout. Today is National Houseplant Appreciation Day. That's, That's right. Important that, stuff. That is, is, this is, well, I, I, all kidding aside, it's, it's a little more special than just National Houseplant Appreciation Day. I am a big houseplant guy, especially in my little house in, uh, in, out in Long Island. I actually have a plant, uh, tying into the law that when I tried my very first trial, which was a felony drug case before the Honorable Judge John DeLore in Part 34 in 120 Skimmerwood Street in Brooklyn, New York, against the defense counsel was Josh Horowitz. I was dating a young woman at the time, and to acknowledge that case, she gave me a houseplant like it would be the size of, I don't know, maybe like six, eight inches it was like a little plant. It was like tiny little plant that was on my desk. 1994. And it is taller than I am in my house in Long Island. And God willing, if it makes it through it this season, which I hope it will, um, the plant will be 30 years old. And that's, that's pretty cool for a little house plant. What do you think, Sam Bellino? That's very cool. I mean, you know, I grew up, my dad had a big green thumb growing up too. So I grew up with a lot of house plants and, uh, I guess you, there's a bond that happens after a while. Yeah, no, there there is. Oh, believe me, a hundred years from now, my dad has so many house plants, and no one can take care of them the way he can. So, uh, let's see what the future holds in the world of house plants. But I I digress. In a day when uh, President Trump's um, former uh, accountant, CEF, chief financial officer, I should say. Gets sentenced to five months on a day when uh, Governor Hochul gives her first uh, state of the state as the elected uh, governor. She gave one last year as the governor who inherited the seat when Andrew Cuomo resigned. Uh, Of course, she she alluded to bail reform on a day when uh, Korea, Korea, excuse me, not, not the country, but the baseball player, said, nope, I'm not going to the Mets, I'm going to the Twins. Uh, on the day that all of that is happening, and Prince Harry is crying like a little girl, I don't know, we're going to do a whole other, I don't even know if it deserves a show, but anyway, today is one year since we've been on the air, and that, that all of the accolades go to one person, can I have the soundtrack for 
the woman who's sitting across from me, please. No, Mr. they do not go to me. Please, can I, can, I, can, I, can I have that Sam Bellino? <laughs> Sam Bellino, again, again. One more time, Sam Bellino, one more time. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Joni Pelzer. Hi, Joni. I love how you say that name. I, why do you hold? I mean, I, I mean, I don't complain that you hold the microphone. But I like holding it. It yeah. makes me feel powerful. I know. She's like I'm a, too far away from the desk to sit here with like it. It's like a half a thespian over here, Joan Pelzer. <laughs> I'm a full thespian. <clears throat> okay. I'm taking an acting class again this week. So one year ago, we, we aired our first show. With the help of Nick as well. He was on with us from the get-go. Yes, Nick was on and Sam Bellino was on. Actually, yeah, you weren't even an official. You were unofficial, I Joni. was just showing up. You were like, well, yeah. I'm, I'm doing like, why this why is this woman here? And, right. You know, you could come if you want to, and I never left. <laughs> right. Well, that's yeah, it's kind of like my buddy Doug Jabara. Um, he dropped me <laughs> off from school once in 1983, and he's still at my house. Um, <laughs> and he played... He Rapid played with Rapper Pulse. With and listen, since one of the, the, the big uh, songs here, uh, the introductory song is by the Rolling Stones, that you start me up. Um, today, in 1964, the Rolling Stones recorded Not Fade Away at Olympic Studios in London, England. The song, which was first recorded by Buddy Holiday, Buddy Holly and his band, The Crickets, became the Stones' first U.S. single. I did not know that. Thank you, Mr. Sambolino. You're welcome. And... Um, uh, you know, I'm going to lift up my skirt a little bit here, or I should really say lift up the skirt of the AM970 family. Uh, do you know, Matt, now that you know me for a year, and Joni, you know me for more than that, do you six. know what, what the man, uh, Jerry Crowley, uh, it's more than six, Joan, by the way. Now. Is it seven? No, but it's more than six. Okay. Um, the man, Jerry Crowley, who who made this all happen, uh, do, you know, do you know what he wanted my uh, intro song to be? Do you oh, remember? I do, actually. I, I believe it was going to be On the Road Again by Willie yes. Nelson. by Willie yes, Nelson. Yes, it was. He now, wanted Willie Nelson. Yeah, now that had to do with the fact that people it's drive time and people are in their cars right now. But I very nicely had to say, uh, Mr. Crowley, I'm, you know... I'm not a Willie, I'm not a Willie Nelson guy. I like Willie Nelson. I got nothing against Willie Nelson, but I, you know, this show, and I think this is true uh, with anyone who is a, a brilliant radio broadcaster. And I'm not saying I am. I'm. I don't even know how to spell brilliant, let alone be it. But you know, when you're talking about from the likes of of Howard Stern and, and Rush Limbaugh to to Frank Morano and and Joe Piscopo, you you know you need to be authentic. You need to be yourself. And they all are themselves. I mean, you hear Piscopo talking about, uh, you know, his kids and, and his son Michael playing in the band with him and, and our trips to the White House. And, our, you know, he, he's very much, and, you know, he's got the Sinatra thing going. You know, Joe Piscopo is a very authentic guy. John Katsimatidis, who's on, who just was on right before us. Your buddy Sid. He's very, he's very authentic. Um, and so for me to play on the road again, yeah, that that really wouldn't have been <laughs> too authentic for me. But that's not – I'm not blaming Jerry Crowley because over the past year, one of the benefits of – one of the many benefits of having this radio show was how uh, the much my relationship has grown with Mr. Crowley. And uh, he's just a wonderful man, and I want to thank him for making this happen. Um, today in, in the news, because uh, it is like kind of right in my wheelhouse, the CFO of um, – 
of the Trump organization is, was sentenced to five years, five, five months, five months in prison. And, you know, when you're mm-hmm. 75 years old and you're going to Rikers Island, that's not a, a good time. He's represented by a very good friend of mine, a spectacular lawyer, a Bay Ridge boy, a poly prep boy, Nick Gravanti. Um, and it's interesting, though, because, yes, he got a significant break for testifying at this trial. But and yes, the the entities on trial were found guilty. But re- you remember who the entities on trial were? Corporations. So no one's no one's going to jail. I mean, typically, uh, typically, I, I I don't know of an occurrence, and I'm not saying it never happened, but I don't know of an occurrence where somebody testifies and gets a cooperation agreement and gets sent to jail, but no one else is going to jail because everyone who's found guilty is a corporation. And they're making a big deal out of it online that he's going to uh, a, a part of Rikers Island called uh, the North Infirmary, um, NIC, North Infirmary Complex, I believe it's called. Um, and that's where you want to be. I always tell my um, my clients, the few who have to go there, because my clients really don't go to jail. But uh, that's where uh, the North Infirmary Command, NIC, um, and it's, it's a U. So they call it the NICU, which is like, an acronym for something else in the um, in hospitals, but in Rikers Island, it's the best place to be because it's where the sick people are, and there's really no fights there, and everyone's really calm, and it's usually older people or ill people. So um, that's what took place today uh, in the courthouse, where actually my lawyers are in the same courtroom in front of the same judge, um, being sentenced. Uh, a client that we just got to do an appeal, another appeal. Um, He's being sentenced today, so we went, Judge Cammons went down to see the appeal before we start writing, I'm sorry, to see the sentencing before we start writing the appeal. Again, we didn't try the case, so it's not it's not an L in our column. Um, but we are, we just did um, file the full um, appeal brief to the New York State Court of Appeals, the highest court in the state of New York, uh, on the people of the state of New York versus Harvey Weinstein. And I want to congratulate my partners, uh, in particular, Diana Fabi Sampson, who worked tirelessly on this, um, and Judge Leventhal and Judge Cammons. And yes, yours truly, uh, actually was pretty involved as well in the, the sticky legal issues. And even Padre Lou, uh, got involved in proofreading it and giving his, his two cents. So, um, we're going to not be a, a too news heavy today. We're going to do a little like look back at the past year and have a little bit of fun with that. But we will have, uh, Times Square Tom on. And uh, we'll get to Alex Garrett talking a little bit about sports. And, of course, Joan with the microphone in her hand. She won't be denied. I'm keeping the microphone in my hand the whole time. Okay. Is there anything you want to say, Joan? Well, you know, we're. I want us to spend a little more time this year educating folks on law and legal issues. Because my question would come up right away to you on that CFO. Why Rikers Island? Like, isn't there a place for crimes like that? Like, he's going in with murderers. Yep. How but, is that? But that's why he's going okay. into that, he's going to that lead unit that nothing firm really covers. Is not really, right, yeah, there's nowhere else. But listen, we have a few seconds here. We're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back. We're doing a little like a little best best of clips that Sam Bellino put in. So don't go away. Research shows listeners prefer a personalized experience. 
So to help you remember, Liberty Mutual customizes your home insurance. We personalize this ad for Amber, who really misses boy bands from the 90s. Hey, girl. <laughs> I'm the cute one. Here to tell you how Liberty Mutual customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need. I'm the heartthrob. The only thing I love more than you is saving. And I'm the other boy in the band everyone forgot about. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. During the pandemic, they closed our churches down. Suicide rates are exploding. Drug and alcohol use is ravaging America. And there's no church to bring the hope. See the new documentary, Super Spreader, how a stand against religious tyranny brought hope to a country in crisis. Christian singer and activist Sean Foyt leading what's called Let Us Worship. Here's a move of God that's going to change America. Watch Super Spreader, available now at SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So let me ask you this very simple question. Is your husband or wife in a hospital or rehab center? I certainly hope not, but it's always in the realm of possibilities, and you must be prepared. Are people telling you that they are not eligible for Medicaid? Do you know the cost of a nursing home is $500 a day? That's right, $15,000 a month. Are you frightened about bankruptcy just to pay for the medical and facility bills? It's in the realm of possibilities, but you know what? Don't panic, because now, when you're healthy... Call Connors and Sullivan, attorneys at law. These attorneys really knew their, know their stuff. They've been doing this for 40 years. They've helped hundreds and hundreds of people just like you with the same things that you could be going through. They'll tell you exactly what you're eligible for, and they'll also help you devise a plan to avoid such dire news as bankruptcy. Call Connors and Sullivan for a free initial consultation with a lawyer. They have offices in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island. Call 718-238-6500. Don't wait. Call Connors and Sullivan today, 718-238-6500, or go to the website, connorsandsullivan.com. Don't forget, folks, it's never too late. The time to act is now, and once you do, you'll be so glad that you did. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Hi, this is Judge Kamins, a partner at Idala Bertuna and Kamins, and where author Idala of the author Idala Power Hour works at his 24-7 day job. In 2014, I retired from the bench to join ABK, which is a full-service, preeminent boutique firm that has been helping New Yorkers when legal problems arise. ABK is uniquely qualified to assist New Yorkers who have a wide range of legal problems, from personal injury claims and civil litigation to criminal defense and trusts and estates. I personally work on appellate matters, attorney disciplinary matters, and complex legal issues with a dedicated group of attorneys who provide a team approach to each case. There is no legal problem too big or small for this talented and hardworking legal team. So when you think of the Idala Power Hour, also keep in mind ABK, the power legal firm. Sorry. 
over the last year. Well, San Bellino, do you remember? Do you, are you going to help me remember, Matt? Are you going to help me recall <laughs> what took place best. in 2022? I'm going to do my best and try, that's for sure. All right. Well, I'm going to hand the uh, controls over to you and Joni, and you can tell me what's going on. Joni? Joni? Oh, look okay. at this. She's, she's napping. Oh, okay. I'm napping. I'm doing multiple things at the same time, as I always do. Oh, you mean so, like a producer uh, should? Yeah. Yeah, like a producer should, right? Like a producer should, yeah. I'm playing producer right now. So, uh, Sambolino, how'd you get your name? How did I get my name? Well, let's go back in time. Is there, like, music to go back in time? Like, But he's got the uh, the Star of David around his neck. And, uh, you know, he, he doesn't really look like a Jewish man, but okay. So I said to him, I go, you're Jewish? He's like, yep. And uh, I said, what's Sam Bolin? And now here's here's the part, ready? He is Matt Sambolino. Sambolino. Sambolino yeah. is his real last name, but somehow or another it became Sam Bolin. Yes. And you're an Italian Jewish. I'm Puerto Rican Italian Jew. That is a fantastic combination. I like to say I put Goyo beans in my matzah during Passover. <laughs> oh, but where does the Italian part come in? It's uh, from Goya beans. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, come on, bro. You gotta, I, 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 how about you Goya to... beans and your matzah right, during Easter I, Sunday? I, I, man, I, I, something. I, I pour a little gravy on it, okay? Well, Matt, I, I appreciate you um, doing this uh, this show with me, and, and you're my partner here, and, and I really, you've been doing an outstanding job. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Thank you. And now you know. It was two days in, and I'm telling you, you do an outstanding <laughs> job. We had done the show on the 10th and the show on the 11th, and that was the show on the 12th, and I'm throwing bouquets at you. I mean, what did you do, sir? You deserve I mean, a bouquet I, I for two I, shows? I deserve the accolades. You know, you only have the best of the best here working on your show. So it, it just shows you how the human brain works. If someone put a gun to my head, I would have said I totally made up the last name Sambolino. <laughs> but you're telling me your real last name somewhere along the Sambolin Bloodlines is Sambolino? That is correct. Yes, 100% true. So I just brought it back. You brought it back. It's fine, you know. All right, kind of like when 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 like Coke went back to the they had the original formula, then there was new Coke, and then we went back to classic Coke. With the 80s skinny tie that you brought back for Rapid Pulse. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Well, I, I, well, I, why do I sound younger then? Um, has it been that tough of a year? I well, so. I, well, I will now, 366 days later, I will thank you once again, Sam Bellino. Well, thank because you. Because you, you actually been making this show a lot of fun, and I hope you're making it great for the listeners. And, and unless you do what I do, you don't realize what an impact that Matt has in, in the flow of the show and how clean he makes things uh, sound. Um, so our first really big guest who came on without even like really a nudge, I just said, Hey, Megan, I go, I'm doing this radio show. I, you know, you want to be on? Absolutely. Just tell me when. And you know, that's how Megan talks. So, um, why don't we, um, why don't we talk? Why don't we listen to what Megan Kelly had to say on January 18th? And, um, is there a romantic side to Megan Kelly or is it all business all the time? And I know the answer. No, I'm, I'm. I'm very, I'm actually quite soft. <laughs> it's funny because when I see people describe me in these like magazines or whatever as an ice queen, she's an ice queen. I'm like, you don't know me. You don't know what you're talking about, right? You know some person you saw on cable news, which is 
you know, that's the Coliseum. Like, if you don't fight when they throw you in the middle of the Coliseum, you're just a loser. You're, right. you're dead. And so, one- yeah, that I can do that. But, no, my, the normal me, while I am spicy, is also plenty soft and sweet and very loving. Soft and sweet and very loving. Um, I don't know. I mean, she's cool. I worked with Megan a lot. I did her very, very first show when she got when she got when she was on with Bill Hemmer. Then I did her very first show when and, and a whole bunch in between. Then I did her first show when she got her own show at one o'clock in the afternoon. Then I did her first show when she was on at nine o'clock at night. Um, she definitely called on me for all of her big legal stories, and we had a pretty nice friendship. Um, but I don't know if I would describe her as soft and sweet and very loving. I will say she's caring. Uh, if you call her and you have an issue and, and you want some help with something, she's caring. Um, I don't know, Megan. <laughs> we Public could... versus private. Person. Yeah, but no, I, but I am talking about private. I've been in, I've been in her home several yeah. times. She's been to my birthday parties. She was supposed to be. I mean, this is how cool Megan was. She was supposed to be at, at my at our wedding, Marianne and I, and um, she was at the White it was the night of the White House correspondence dinner. So she really couldn't come. She apologized. And while we were on the altar, I mean she didn't know this part, but she texted both Marion and I, like we really Doug and I wish we could be there and we love you guys and we're sorry we're missing it. So um thank you, Megan Kelly. And she's been on more than once. And then um like kind of the first person I got to come out of their shell was Congressman Anthony Weiner, who's an individual who I represented, um, but I've been friendly with since 1997. And uh, he hadn't done, like, just a sit-down, long-form interview the way he did with us on uh, February the 10th of 2022. Go for it, Sambalino. And part of me was just, I got to get... I got to get out from under this, and and resigning kind of became almost an inevitable thing. People to this day say I shouldn't have, I could have weathered it, and whatever not. But in retrospect, it was not only the right thing to do, but it was a part of the long, bumpy process to finally get me into recovery for what was ailing me. And um, and I and you know and and it, and and like a lot of things in life, it happened for a reason. And now. You understand that's the first time Anthony was on the radio, and now he's got his own show every Saturday afternoon. It's a very good show, I may ask, I may add. Um, it's a little rough for me to catch it on Saturday at 2 o'clock, but I do try to catch the podcast. But sometimes on Saturdays when I'm doing errands around the house, like I was hanging the Christmas lights, I listen to his show live. Um, I've been futzing around with my cars, I listen to his show live. It's it's a good listen, um, and I, I count Anthony as a... Uh, Someone who I, I don't count him out. And he was an extremely gracious guest. Yeah, he, he was came, very forthright. He showed up early. He came to the studio. We did this live. We videotaped it and everything. <clears throat> yeah, he, um, and th- this was a big deal for him. And there were a lot of people telling him not to do it. And he did it. And uh, I, I, I know we made news. By the way, we were in the New York Post when Megan came on. We were in the New York Post. Uh, we were in, I know, other media when Anthony Weiner came on. I just had lunch with the former um, district attorney of Suffolk County, Tim Seney, who's a very, very nice guy. And towards the very end of the lunch, I don't know, we were talking about something, and, and I brought up Justice Scalia. And I said to him, and, you know, I take it for granted. I said, you know, I, I was very close with him. And he almost jumped out of his seat. He goes, you were very close with Justice Scalia? He goes, how'd that happen? And I told him the story. But I guess um, in in uh, on his birthday, Justice Scalia's birthday, this last year, March the 11th, I guess I spoke a little bit about my relationship with Justice Scalia. 
I do want to just talk about how, um, you know, we're talking about how people don't like him. I remember he spoke somewhere where I knew it was going to be a, a rough audience. And when he was done, I said to him, I go, Scalia, I go, they, they loved you. He goes, yeah. I go, they loved you. You won the movie. He goes, yeah, now they don't think I have horns underneath my hair. He goes, that's how much they love me. Because he was aware of how people felt about him. He was uh, very self-aware. And, and I, you know, I enjoyed talking about him just now at lunch. And I I miss him. I miss his friendship. He, 79 is too young. Um, but for him uh, and his aunt, who unfortunately, I think mentally she's failing, although she's still around, I think at 96 years old. Um, but I, she doesn't really know who I am anymore. But she did for many, many years. I met his aunt and Justice Scalia and his wife um, and, and their other aunt who's passed away. I met them all together in... Um, 1991 um he um he his aunt said to me nino was not one who could like be sick in a hospital and need to be treated like he needed to die the way he died which was he you know had a great day hunting went to bed and didn't wake up um but i wish that it would have happened a little later than 79 i wish it would have happened even two weeks later, because I was supposed to have lunch. It was in his book. My dad and I were going down to have. He died on the thirteenth, and uh, I was kind of. I was supposed to have. I think it was the twentieth, whatever that Tuesday was. I was supposed to have dinner, uh, lunch with him. Me and my dad were going to go to the court and watch the oral arguments, and then we're going. Would have been a magical time. My dad and I went down there, and I was getting sworn in. I was getting sworn into the court for the first time after being friends with Scalia for all those years. Um, so my dad and I did go to the lunch at the place we were supposed to go, and we filled up a glass of red wine and kept it at the edge of the table in his honor. Um, San Bellino in July, July the 1st, we secured the guest we had on yesterday, the mayor of the city of New York. New York's are, New Yorkers are passengers on this plane that I'm flying. And if I, it crashes, everyone on here is going to have to be impacted for this. So I let's could not agree with you more. Pilot. I'm, listen, and, that, and, that, and, and I do consider, and I'm going to offend some people, I consider people ignorant when they say to me, why are you so supportive of the mayor? I'm like, because he's our mayor. We want him to succeed. We're true New Yorkers. Why do you want him to fail? It doesn't make any sense to me. Well, and if you remember yesterday's interview, the mayor said at the end, I said, what's the most disappointing part? And he said, how many people are rooting against me? Which is exactly, you know, what he said here in July. And it's still, uh, it, it does amaze me how some of my friends and people I'm close to, they just have such a negative aspect of him. Um, I don't know why. I, you know, I, I, I don't know why. Man, is it a political party? Is it the way he talks? Is it the swagger? Um, I'm not sure, but he is the pilot. And I don't want to see his, his plane go down because we're all on his plane. And we're not going anywhere. We're not no, going anywhere. He's staying where it is. He's not going anywhere. We want him to succeed. We are going to take a quick break. And we got a couple more clips when we come back. And then we're going to get to Times Square, Tom, and, and have a little bit more fun on this Tuesday, January 10th, the one year anniversary edition. Hi, Kevin McCullough. In the travel world, one major airline will soon give you free Wi-Fi. 
Can you can you wait to find out who that major airline is? We'll join Linda Perillo and myself for Travel Tuesday tonight on Radio Night Live. This is Mike Gallagher. Visit the Holy Land with me and Inspiration Cruises and Tours. No other trip will be like Stand with Israel. StandWithIsraelTour.com. StandWithIsraelTour.com or call 855-565-5519. I've been talking about the court reporting program at Plaza College for almost a full year now. You know why? Because court reporters are such an essential part of the legal field. Plaza College has been around since 1916, and not only do they have the School of Court Reporting, but they have four other schools of study, including their new School of Nursing. The accelerated Bachelor of Science in Nursing program can be completed in just 16 months. Students complete their curriculum in the new Center for Healthcare Simulation on Plaza College's campus within the best hospital system in New York City. Plaza also has a dental hygiene program with a 20-chair community clinic. Students work on live patients under the supervision of a dentist. It's incredible. If you want additional information regarding the programs I mentioned or Plaza's other areas of study, like their School of Business and Paralegal Studies or their School of Allied Health, just visit their website at plazacollege.edu. That's plaza, P-L-A-Z-A, college.edu. When you're an innovative business, every blinking cursor, every blank page is an opportunity. What will you do with it? Will you make something better or create something new? Our Dell Technologies advisors provide you with tools and expertise to do incredible things. Because we believe there's an innovator in all of us. For advice on smart PCs powered by Intel vPro that's built for business, call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. Well, usually you only hear this song at the bottom of the hour on Fridays. But since this is a special one-year anniversary show, I said, Sam Bellino, throw it in the mix today. And Joni goes, but it's Tuesday. I said, I know, Joni, I know it's Tuesday, but like th- this whole show is not the way we would normally do a show. So, no. I mean, right, Joan, we're allowed to mix You're it up. Right. Little- and you know what? We should actually shout out to we had some amazing guests last year and you're naming a few of them here and there and we're playing some clips but there are so many more that we would love to highlight yeah like the woman who told us about colors my friend betsy carp you liked right. that i like the color lady the astrology lady psychic lady we had dr chrissy haynes dr, dr. dr. lawrence haynes we need a whole show with the two we had dr. frank Chrissy and dr lawrence by the way deserve uh a lot of accolades because they won us our first award. Oh, that's right. Coverage. Actually, yeah. I'm looking at the award. It's on my desk here it's in the beautiful. office. The New and York Matt State Broadcasting Award. Um, and uh, yes, Dr. Chrissy did get us that first award. And actually, the biggest person I think that we want to shout out is the man that does the 6 a.m. show. Oh, Mr. Piscopo. Mr. Yes. Joe Piscopo. Well, he, He's the reason you're sitting here. He's he has, the reason you know the whole state. He has definitely been a, a, a big cheerleader uh, for us. And, yes, that is very much appreciated. Um, and, and we can't forget Uncle Frank Sedio and Hank doing their political, Hank Shankoff doing their political stuff. And what about the great Lauren Fix? Lauren Fix. Talking about Monday. cars on Mondays. So yep. we, we definitely have a great cast of characters and people who we can – 
rely on. I'm trying to think. And, of course, we always plug Jones some of our Jones' parents ch- deserve a shout-out. Jones' parents, right? Yeah. Father listens to every show and gives me a little uh, email. <laughs> Padre Lou's libation. Padre Lou's. Can't right. forget we pa- should put a book together of his libations. Well, well, you know, we could get there. We could get Well, you probably have them all in some form of email. I, I didn't mention the, his libation that he dedicated to the mayor on the show yesterday, but I, I will get it to the mayor. Um, one of the people who I called in a favor... Uh, to ask to come on the show, and he came here and sat live with me and, and everyone, because I think during Christmas, I don't think, I know during Christmas, uh, San Bellino, you chose to replay Geraldo Rivera's interview. Well, cool. he chose. I, Hello, this yeah. is a group effort here. Okay, <laughs> you guys chose, because it's very hard to be objective when you're in my chair. Like Everyone asked me yesterday, like, oh, how'd the mayor's interview go? I was like, I don't know. You know, you be the judge, but I will tell you, um, let's just see if I go to this, boom, Jen... She wrote to me, the mayor interview was great. Congratulations. Loved when he said his mom kicked his butt. Makes me feel better about my tactics. LOL. <laughs> and then um, let me just see. Derek from uh, from Forest Hills wrote, Artie, really great job today with the mayor. The chemistry you guys have is actually really good and makes for great radio. Definitely didn't get into the heavier issues I would have liked, but not every interview could be like that. I agree he's captain of the ship. I'm rooting for him. I just want to hear about policies that really, that's really the only thing I care about as a taxpaying, as a taxpayer and a citizen. So those are just two of, of several texts and emails that I got from folks who are listening in. Um, but I really loved when my friend uh, Geraldo Rivera was on the air. Um, Sambolino, let's hear from Uncle Geraldo. You you reached your peak in your 20s. I did. The rest of my life to Willowbrook has been a follow-up. You know, it re- and I feel that way. It was my defining moment in every regard. It was where my feistiness, where my ambition, where my physical courage, where my, uh, you know, vision or ability to listen to experts and form an opinion. Yeah, and, and, and physical courage is something Geraldo does not lack as he looks towards his 80th birthday on the July the 4th. And he's been, he's just been such a wonderful friend and he's so generous. Um, besides financially, where he'll never let you reach for your wallet when you go out for a, a meal or a drink, but he's so generous with his, with his time, with his knowledge, with his uh, life experience, uh, with his guidance. And, um, you know, he's, he's, he's just, Look, he's a household name. Uh, he's one of those few people. Seriously, there's like Elvis, Cher, Geraldo. Help me out. Come on. Who else? Madonna. Bono. Madonna, right? Madonna. Nick. No, no. It's no? Mick Jagger. No, it's Mick Jagger. Bono I mean, you know, from it, U2. Excuse me? Bono from U2. Bono, Bono. yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, time. Bono, that's like, that's, and Bono and Sting, like, those are names they, like, made up. Like, yeah. Cher right. is, is, like... I, like, I don't know. Like, it is her name. Yeah, yeah that's like, you know, there's a, a front, a fir- first and a last name. <laughs> um, so I'm just saying, Geraldo is, is, and we were so lucky to have him on. Yeah. And look, another media giant who I've become really friendly with through Geraldo Rivera is Bill O'Reilly. And um, quite frankly, the reason why, and I'll pat myself on the back a little bit, the reason why he came on our show was because he needed a lawyer to talk about some heavy legal issues, and he reached out to me to be on his show. And uh, before we went on the air on his show, he said to me off camera, counselor, he goes, uh, I know you got a radio show. You let me know how I can help you out. 
And then he told me the woman uh, to connect that. with. And of course, uh, I had Joni get all oh over that. Yes, yes. And so on October the 3rd, um, Bill O'Reilly explained that American culture is being changed. And he was talking about his his book, um, called, is it called Culture Wars, I believe it was called. No, what was it called? It's right there. I can't even see it. But I can't read it from so far away. It's Killing the Legends. That's it. Killing the Legends. And it was about Elvis, uh, John Lennon, and Muhammad Ali. Let's hear what Bill O'Reilly had to say. Our culture is being besieged by people who hate America. They want to change everything about it. And you're right. Good people have to stand up and say no. And if they don't, then in 10 years, you're not going to recognize this place. I hope in less than 10 years, and I'm, I'm not being facetious, you could write the book Killing the Cancel Culture and talk about how the pendulum has swung the other way and uh, things have, have simmered down. Well, I'd, I'd be happily come out of retirement to do that, Arthur. There you go. He was announcing that he will be retired within 10 years. That's Bill O'Reilly. I will tell you, um, when you're alone with Bill O'Reilly, he, which I have been several times, He's very quiet, you know, and, and same with Curtis, I, who was on last week. You know, they're they're very different people. It's odd. And, and, and apparently the same with Robert De Niro. And it's almost awkward, to be honest with you. Now, the thing is, I get O'Reilly. Um, I, I, I know kind of where he comes from, that stoic Irish-American, you know, keep your feelings to yourself kind of kind of guy. But, you know, I got to tell you, when I was going through a rough time in my life and he was at the peak of his... Uh, popularity at Fox. I asked for a quote-unquote audience with him, and he, and he he granted it to me, and we sat and talked about some heavy stuff regarding family. And um, I'll never forget that. That was very cool of him. And um, he's had me on, on his show a couple of times, and believe me, he gets a lot of eyeballs. I go on his show, and uh, a lot of people, uh, I get a lot of feedback. Now, Joan and the cast at 970, um, Joyce, who I forgot to mention, who named the Power Hour. Um, she she's the woman who, her and Frank sell, sell a bunch of the airtime here. She's the one who said, Arthur, I'm going to put you in Times Square with your friend Tom, and you guys are going to do a broadcast from there. Say, Melinda, you got a clip from Times Square? What a world. Woo! What a life. I'm in love. All right. I am in love. I'm in love with Times Square. Who here loves Times Square? Let's hear it for Times Square. Times Square, New York City on a Tuesday night. It is Times Square Tuesday, live from New York. And you know who we have next to us? We just had Jasmine, we had Carmines, we had Virgils, we got Tom, the Times Square Alliance. He is the president of the Times Square Alliance, and he's been on with us. And look, uh, my office is basically, I don't know, I'm either in the Times Square zone. Joan, where are we? Are we in Times Square, Grand, Grand Central, or Rockefeller Center? <laughs> all, all three. All kidding aside, we are really in the middle of Times Square, Grand Central, and Rockefeller Center. It's Crossroads like a, it's like a triangle. It's great. I mean, it, it is really great. Um, and Tom's going to be on in, in just a couple of minutes. Um, I, is there one more clip that you you you, you found there, Assembly, you want to embarrass me with? I do have one more clip. All right, let me pull this up for you. This is a throwback to the first show. A year ago today. A year ago. And I am so lucky to be able to sit in this studio, to sit in the famed building here in Lower Manhattan, and to be able to talk to you for at least an hour um, every day. We're going to see how this goes. This is the maiden voyage. 
It's interesting because right before I came on the air, my heart started pounding a little bit right before uh, I give a, maybe a closing argument in the courtroom. The difference is here in the studio, I get to like jump up and down and listen to the Rolling Stones, whereas in the courtroom, I have to be a little bit more uh, refined. The funny part is, is like, you know, after you do this for a year, I don't know, we have 200 plus shows under our belt. I'm not going to lie, folks, my heart doesn't pound <laughs> through my chest anymore. Um, the difference between being in a courtroom and being in my office is if I mess up here, I'm the one who's in trouble. I'm the one who looks like a jerk. When I mess up in the courtroom, it's my client that pays the price. Yeah, I may be embarrassed, but my client is the one who pays the ultimate price. So um, let's take a little break. Let's come back. We're going to talk to Tom from Times Square because it is Tuesday and Joan doesn't want to break, break the flow. Nope. And we have a uh, someone from a high-ranking member. of A the very N- high-ranking NYPD from uh, Manhattan South that's going to talk about crime in, in New York City, specifically so Times Square. Since this, is, officer. since this is all about, you know, this show is all about New York, New York. Um, what more New York is Times Square and the NYPD. So um, don't go anywhere and you'll get a real crime update when we get back. Hello, this is John Leventhal. I am a partner in the law firm of Idala Bertuna and Kamins. I have been a lawyer for 43 years, including 13 years as a trial judge and 13 years as an appellate judge. I have presided over almost every kind of civil and criminal case, and I have seen litigants facing almost every legal problem you can imagine. What is the most important thing for a litigant to do? It is to obtain the right lawyer, someone with the ability to navigate you through the court system and achieve the best possible outcome. At Idala Bertun and Kamins, that is what we offer. When I was on the bench, Idala Bertun and Kamins earned the reputation of being the boutique law firm that fights passionately for their clients in the most professional manner in both civil and criminal cases. I am proud to be a member of the Idala Bertun and Kamins law firm, where our lawyers will give you the powerful representation you all deserve. You know when you start up a motorcycle and you hear it go vroom, vroom, vroom when it takes off? I was losing that. I was losing my energy, like everybody does as they grow older. And I don't want to be tired. I don't want to look tired, and I don't want to be tired. I started using Balance of Nature about a year and a half ago. Noticed the results immediately, and I went, oh my gosh, this works. This is what I've been missing all my life. <laughs> I'm loving life actually more than I ever, ever have. I missed my vava boom. I got it back. Experience the balance of nature difference for yourself. See why Kathy Lee Gifford and thousands of others have had life-changing success with balance of nature. Take advantage of our New Year's offer while you still can. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com. That's 1-800-246-8751 and get $25 off plus a free fiber and spice when you use discount code KLG. Hi, this is Officer Tatum for my friends at BenshotGrill.com. Just because it's cold outside, it doesn't mean you need to stop grilling. Not if you've got the right grill. And that would be a solar infrared grill. Solar infrared burners heat up in just three minutes, perform equally well in the cold of winter as in the heat of summer, and grill food much faster. The solar infrared burner heats your food directly, not the air around the food like conventional grills do. The intense heat also results in the juiciest food you will ever taste from a grill. 
gas, charcoal, or otherwise. To get the great taste, it's all about the heat. And solar infrared from BestHotGrill.com gets hotter than anything you've ever experienced, regardless of the season. Try it yourself with the solar demo program using discount code OFFICER. That's OFFICER. Don't be left out in the cold. Buy a solar infrared gas grill. Learn more about these amazing USA-made grills at BestHotGrill.com. That's BestHotGrill.com. Year-round grilling with solar infrared at BestHotGrill.com. Coming to theaters January 26th, Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. Was it the rapture? Yes, I saw it happen. After millions of people vanish and the world falls into chaos, a charismatic leader rises to become head of the United Nations. How do we know who we can trust? Trust God. Starring Kevin Sorbo, Neil McDonough, and Corbin Burnson. Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. This film is not rated but suitable for ages 13 and up in theaters for four days only beginning January 26th. Go to leftbehindmovie.com. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. Today on our one-year anniversary of the Authorized Dollar Power Hour, and on Tuesdays we have Tom, our man Tom, who is the president of the Times Square Alliance. The thing about Tom Harris is, before he was the president of the Times Square Alliance, he had this tiny little inty weensy job at the NYPD. So he wears a lot of hats for us here on the Idola Power Hour. Hello, Tom, and welcome back. Thanks for having me, and happy anniversary. That's One year is a huge milestone, and I hope you have 40 more anniversaries to celebrate. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Let's slow down a little bit. But um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, that'll be 95. Uh, well, actually, you know what's the truth is, Tom, since you brought that up? Ariana is one, and I would love – that's my daughter, and I would love to be at her 40th birthday. So I was just shooting for 94. Um, you know, let's see if, uh, let's see if you, if you just wish me some good luck. First of all, happy new year, Tom. I know we spoke real quick, uh, last week. Everything going okay in Times Square? Everything's going great in Times Square. We had a, a fantastic new year in Times Square thanks to the men and women of the New York City Police Department. 2023 has been a great year in Times Square. Uh, we're still about 15% below 2019 numbers. But January is the season of value in, in Times Square. Uh, NYC and Company has this winter outing promotion that they have Broadway Week, Restaurant Week, ho- week Hotel Week, and Must See Week. And Times Square is the only neighborhood in the city that you could take advantage of all of those offerings uh, in one neighborhood. Let's talk a little bit about casino. uh, casinos because you wrote a, uh, an editorial, right? In the, it was in the Daily News? Yes, it was a letter. Yes, and well, a letter. To, okay, and and tell our listeners a little bit about that. Tom Harris of the Times Square Alliance. So um, we we have 
in the city some challenges when it comes to crime and disorder. And, and uh, public safety is a team sport. We all need to be on the field. Uh, there's, there's this notion out there that resources alone would solve the problem, and I think we need a little bit more than resources. Mayor Adams has been fantastic. Uh, he's given us more police officers. But when we look at the crimes, the major crimes in Times Square, 25% of them are caused by people with mental health challenges, and 45% of them are caused by repeat offenders. So we really need to figure that out. This started to go uh, awry in 2015 when we stopped with quality of life enforcement. And look, the system was broken. Uh, it, it was unfairly targeted um, men and women of color, and something needed to be done. But I think that the, the fix was 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 the too far in the wrong direction so then followed in 2016 we started to decriminalize things like urinating in public uh, we didn't prosecute fair beating so all of the things that we learned in 1994 we just sort of abandoned then we had and that's, when, that was when, uh, that's when Tom Harris was a police officer speaking of police officers Tom can we bring in um, assistant chief uh, Jim McCarthy the commanding officer of Manhattan South to uh, sure Give us, give us, give us more of an update, uh, Chief McCarthy. It's Arthur Idala. How are you, sir? Arthur, how are you? Let me start by saying uh, Happy New Year to you and your staff. Um, Thank I'm you not very much. Tom, another. I wish Tom Happy New Year about thirty times in the last couple of weeks. So I'm not <laughs> wishing him another Happy New Year. No problem. Give me. Uh, we got about three minutes to go. Give me a, a little update, uh, Chief McCarthy, about uh, crime in, in, in Manhattan South, which is uh, which encompasses uh, the Times Square area. Well, I think we're turning the corner. I'm getting a lot of feedback from uh, from our partners in Times Square. Uh, we just added 75 full uh, full time officers to supplement the uh, permanent officers that we currently have up in Times Square. Um, you know, we want these officers taking ownership. Uh, last year, a lot of the supplemental officers we had officers flying in from all over the city that really didn't have the same interest as the cops that are going to be permanently assigned there are going to have. Um, we have a uh, new commanding officer who has been handpicked by the chief of patrol. And the guy has a stellar record. You know, he's a hard charger. Uh, I'm really confident that he's going to lead the ship in the right direction. And as Tom said, you know, the mayor, the police commissioner, they, they have taken, you know, they've said all the right things. we got to bring Times Square back to what it was. Uh, the mayor sat down with us last week, you know, and uh, it was very clear about his goal of bringing the epicenter of New York City back the way it was uh, before the pandemic hit. We have a meeting coming up on Thursday, Tom and I set up, with these new officers, the supervisors, because we want this partnership to like really get stronger, um, where they know each other on a first-name basis, they can call each other whenever there's problems or concerns. So I'm looking forward to that and going forward. We're going to have monthly meetings where we can, uh, you know, tweak what's not working well and what, what is going well. So, uh, so we are looking forward to that. Uh, last year, we had numerous initiatives targeting the illegal weed trucks, the pedicabs, trademark counterfeit, and we're going to continue to do so, uh, even more so uh, this year coming forward, going forward. Okay, um, well listen, uh, Chief, I, I just want to tell you as a as a New Yorker, as a pedestrian, as a subway rider who gets off at the 42nd Street uh, D train on a regular basis, um, I see a difference, and um, I appreciate I see your officers down there, and um, you know, we're here for you, these airwaves are here for you, Chief McCarthy, as Tom could tell you, uh, for anything we could do, any message you want to put out there, uh, the, the AM 970 between 6 and 7 p.m., five nights a week, it's all yours okay sir 
uh, Arthur, I really appreciate you getting the message out stuff because uh, we are getting the subways back, and, uh, and 2023 is going to be a great year in Times Square. There you go, folks. You heard it from Jim McCarthy and President Tom Harris of the Times Square Alliance. Thank you guys for Arthur, being can on. Can I finish with something? Could I finish with one thing? Go ahead. we got to do their part. The mayor's doing their part. We need to do our part. Call our elected officials, support Mayor Adams' mental health initiatives, and talk to our elected officials about coming up with effective strategies for the repeat offenders. There you go. Okay, Tom Harris, we will get on it. I, I had the mayor on yesterday. I wish he would have called me the day before yesterday, but I have a feeling I'll be talking <laughs> to him soon. Have a great night, gentlemen. All right, uh, Joni, I mean, I want Alex to say a quick hello. Alex, are you there to say a quick hello? I am here. I am here, and uh, congrats on the year. Our sports highlight is Aaron Judge's chase for 62, getting 62, and we covered it on the Power Hour all year long, didn't we, Arthur? There you go. Live Alex. from Times Square that day, wasn't it? If you say so. Yeah. I don't I don't remember. Yeah. Um, he was calling it. Joan, Matt, Alex, Mr. Crowley, Mr. Foley, Matt Borzi. I don't know. Who am I forgetting? Joyce Becker. Christian, Joyce on the video. Right. Christian, thank you. Um, Frank, everybody. Um, it's been a great Andy. year. Sam, Andy, the best. We love Andy. Chulo, Piscopo, um, let me ask you this question, Sam Boland. Should this be like the last show and just we just sign off and say it was a great year? We've got a year in our belt, or you want to uh, do I this? I mean, if that's what you want to do, I mean, I'm having well, fun. I'm leaving it up to you, Sam. There's always the captain of the ship. Come on now, there's always tomorrow. There's always, uh, but tomorrow is promised to no one, my friend. Let's That's give it why we got to live for today. I will, uh, I'll catch up with everyone tomorrow. We're going to have a, a shorter show tomorrow. We're going to talk a lot about what an appeal is because hot off the press, we just filed a Harvey Weinstein appeal. It is officially filed. It'll be up somewhere online, I'm sure, within minutes because it just got filed. Um, and tomorrow we start working on the Ghislaine Maxwell appeal. So with no rest for the weary. I hope everyone has a safe, wonderful, beautiful night. Thank you for the honor of taking me into your home, your car, or wherever you're listening to us. And we really appreciate the honor. Have a good night. We'll talk to you tomorrow. One year in the books. Another to go. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons, PC. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.